By the time you hear this podcast, you'll know how far you'll go for some Avion water. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We had four containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. But I had left the week before for two days to go to meetings in Bermuda for the America's Cup. And when I came back, I'd missed the big meeting with Customs. And of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, you need to pay us $175,000 in cash today for us to release the water. I went down. Well, Billy called me. I'm going to speak completely, um, you know, this won't go that far, I'm sure, but Billy called and said, Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team. And I said, oh my gosh, I've been taking something for the team every day. He said, well, you're our wonderful gay leader and we need you to go down. Will you suck dick to fix this water problem? And I said, Billy, what? He said, Andy, if you will go down and suck Cunningham's dick, who's the head of customs, and get him to clear all of the containers with water, you will save this festival. All right, we're going to start right there. Right there. <laughs> I give away the game. Oh, man. Uh, welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Ben. And we're back with another episode, finally. I know um, uh, it's been a couple of weeks, um, but hey, we, we've been busy, but we found the time. We have lives. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to, uh, we'll, we'll get together. Yeah. It will, some, we'll find that pocket of time where things will, will fall in place for us. But everyone who's listened and downloaded so far, we definitely appreciate it. And um, if you want to uh, tell people where you can find us, uh, we're on Facebook, of course, facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. Uh, we're also, something wrong? No, I'm just. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. That's also the website by the time you hear this.com. And we're also on Instagram. And uh, we have an email address, but with the Facebook URL and the website, by the time you hear this, spelled with Y O U. And then with the Instagram and uh, the email address, it's by the time you hear this, spelled with the letter U because we're urban. Yes. Uh huh. Yes, yes, we are. And, um, also on Instagram at by the time you hear this and by the time you hear this at gmail.com is where you can email us your comments, questions, concerns, show ideas. And if you're an independent artist, we'll play your music for absolutely free. And if you want to avoid the annoying coworker uh, who is still salty about the saints losing, or who just keep griping about how boring the Super Bowl was because they bet the over, um, which was at 22, and then it was a total of 16 points, so they're salty as well, they and they no want to talk to somebody about it. And you want to avoid them by putting your earbuds in, the, excuse me, the AirPods, hmm. because what? that's that's what's, that's a popular thing now. That's that's a rich office, right? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Uh, but you can listen uh, if you're on the, if you have an iPhone, we're on the Apple Podcast app. If you have an Android, we're on the Google Music app. And also any other podcast aggregate apps, Overcast, CastBox, Auto Radio, Satchel Podcast Player, and TuneIn Radio. And if you want to search for podcasts uh, by subject, you can go to listennotes.com. You can search for us. Uh, on our last episode, we talked about uh, Janet Jackson's Control album. So if you search Janet Jackson on listennotes.com, you should find our podcast. 
This is a fun episode, too. Yeah. It's a good album. So uh, let's get into a couple of music news uh, items. Uh, we're recording this um, a few hours before the Grammy start. And uh, <laughs> it's being hosted by Alicia Keys, which I found out just like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we forgot something, Greg. Oh, yeah, we did forget. So because he's been here, he's been on so many times. <laughs> uh, I guess he's getting to a friend of the show status, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's OK. I'm also <laughs> super forgettable. <laughs> I, t- I often tell that story about how we used to have to vouch for to get you back in the yeah. video. I was always the guy in the band that no one knew was in the band. So like, is he the drummer? Like, no, he's right out there. They see him. Like, <laughs> he's standing out in the front. Like, how do you? Okay, but anyway, uh, he's been on a few times before. He was on our 100th episode celebration. We have Matthew. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Howdy. <laughs> um, well, I got. Well, let me ask you this, since we always ask our guests this question. Before I forget that as well, um, uh, what music have you been listening to lately? Um, a buddy at work has been getting me into a lot of, uh, I guess technically it's like 90s alternative uh, revival type music. So it's a lot, actually a lot of the bands even, it goes further than that. There's a lot of bands he's given me that sound a lot like Ozzy and Black Sabbath, hmm. like almost scarily like them. Kind of like the whole Kurt of Hand Fleet thing. Like <laughs> these, like, like there's there's at least like three or four he's sent me that sound just like Black Sabbath. Hmm. But uh, I might be interested in hearing those. <laughs> yeah, um, Electric Citizens, one of them. But it's it's that, so like that kind of that, uh, it's, it's a little, I guess, classic rock revival stuff is what okay. I've been really listening to. Nice. You think it can actually like come back? Like that kind the of the few sound? that I've listened to. They still got a long way to go because it's it, they are like direct ripoffs, mm. and so unless, which I guess could confuse the younger audience because they probably don't know these bands that they're ripping off. So it mm. might work. Yeah, might work. Other than Greta Van Fleet, because of how much other people are talking about it, that yeah, they're gonna have a bigger battle that way. But uh, these bands I've been listening to, like I think there's something there that could happen. Nice, uh, cool. Um... So I guess now we can get into the music news. So <laughs> That's be a good thing. So it's Alicia right. Keys is hosting the Grammys. Alicia Keys is hosting the Grammys. How's that gonna work? With like with the piano or like I, I don't I don't know all the promo videos she's sitting at a piano. So you don't forget who she is. <laughs> like football players have to wear their whole uniform in a commercial. Yeah, because <laughs> you like who were oh Gronk. God. Or if they don't have the consent of the NFL to wear their uniform, yeah. they wear. Uh, a generic uniform of one of their team <laughs> colors with their jersey number. Yeah, just so you know, just so you know. <laughs> is that is that Clay Matthews? <laughs> like who's Clay Matthews? Oh, Clay Matthews. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so we're gonna give our uh, predictions here for the Grammys for the Big Four, otherwise known as the General Field. Um. I'll give you the – we'll start with record of the year. Uh, the nominees are I Like It by Cardi B, The Joke by Brandy Carlisle, This Is America by Childish Gambino, God's Plan by Drake, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA, and uh, Rockstar by Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, and The Middle by Zed, Marin Morrison, Gray. He's. We got to refer to him as Sir 21. Oh. Oh, Sir, Sir Savage the 21st. <laughs> yes, Sir Savage the 21st of Her Majesty's. 
Her Majesty's Guard. Um, I, I heard you sighing over there when he said the middle. It's just, <laughs> I told you about this yesterday. Yeah. This damn song. It just gets in your head. <laughs> you cannot get it out of your mind. And if, you only need to hear like two words of it, too. Yeah. And there yeah. it is. Uh, but you think it's going to win? No, I don't. Uh, I really don't. I'd, I honestly would be surprised if it did. But against all these other ones, I, I don't know. I, I think it comes down to, uh, in my opinion, if we're talking, because I, I know this is a producer's award. Um, either this is America or All the Stars. I think those are the two best produced. Um, I, I really like Rock, not Rockstar. I hate that song. Um, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. But I feel that's more of a that would compete better in the um, song of the year category. I think. Yeah. All right. Um, did you have a prediction, Matt? Uh, no prediction, I, but I'm hoping it's Gambino, mm-hmm. like purely because he's Troy. Like it really has nothing to do with <laughs> anything else. He's, he's Troy, and I, I love that. I saw there's a um, – every now and then you see a TV clip. Like you've seen the TV show before. You know of the episode. But then like in the last few days, a clip of it has been circulating mm-hmm. online. And the clip that I kept seeing is uh, the episode where – uh, Troy and Abed build a fort. Oh, yeah. Build a, a blanket fort. <laughs> and then it just turns into this whole blanket fort community. <laughs> uh, this is community, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, had to think about that for a second. Such a great When you show. said Troy, Mike. Where well, they had a civil rights Troy. museum yeah. and a Turkish <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, what is your prediction, Gregory? My prediction. Um, I think it's going to be uh, all the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Charles Gambino win. Yeah. Interesting enough, uh, Kendrick Lamar and Charles Gambino and Drake were all in this category. They all turned down uh, opportunities yeah. to perform hmm. at that ceremony. Like, so who's still performing? There. A lot of people have turned that down. <laughs> I don't know. You watch that promo video and they're like, oh my God, look at all these artists in the first hour. Yeah. <laughs> And then nothing else. <laughs> that, that, did, did they say they were performing? Or if they just like mention their names, that means they'll probably just Oh, good be call. There. Good call. <laughs> I don't remember what it said. Good point. Uh, what we have for album of the year, uh, Invasion of Privacy by the love and hip-hop legend Cardi B, By the Way I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle, Scorpion by Drake, Her by Her, <laughs> uh, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Sirius Malone, <laughs> Uh, Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet, Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, and Black Panther, the album. Feels like this is smaller. This has fewer nominees, but maybe it's just in my head. It has eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of nominees. <laughs> cool. Who wants to go first? Um, again, because I'm so out of current music, I don't have a prediction but I would love to see Janelle Monet win, but I don't. Janelle Monet. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that would happen. I don't know how much, like how much, how popular all this is in the whole yeah. realm of new music. I don't know. She, I just know her from her. Just, none of, you know, her. Was none of these albums kind of like really like blew us away. Yeah, yeah. none of these were, and none of them were none really were huge like sellers the, either. Other yeah, than none Invasion of them of were Privacy. the the monster that Twenty Four Karat Magic was. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Scorpion because of star power. 
because of the the star power, yeah, mm. um, and the diss song, <laughs> yeah, the 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 promo the promotion leading up to it in yeah. a way. Um, as long as Post Malone doesn't win, dirty, <laughs> dirty looking man. Uh, Black Panther, I think Black Panther might it also has a good chance, just because of how the um, how big the movie was. Mm. And no, Ben, I still haven't seen it. Oh, that's cool, man. I'm at this point since it got nominated for um, Best Picture, the Oscars. Now nah, I'm off that train. I'm like, come on, guys. We're <laughs> <laughs> I say, wasn't it Abe that kept giving you crap for that last yeah. time we were here? Or yeah. I was here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. if it wins, it wins. At this point, if it wins, it's riding the for your consideration wave. Um, we'll see if it does. Um, I don't I don't think it will, though. Although I will say NPR gave it a lot of credit for some reason. Um, they loved it. They did a whole review on it and, and loved it. Um, I would love Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves to win, but I don't think it's going to. Um we will see. I mean, I've heard a lot about her. Um, I think the artistic community really digs her. Um, but let's just be honest. I would not be surprised surprised if it were Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Because she is also. I wouldn't be surprised by she's that. She's also riding a wave right now. Um, and it does not hurt that she just appeared. Granted, I know they voted already. But, like, she also just appeared in a Pepsi commercial at the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't do it. But, you know, you know, she does. That's her thing. <laughs> All right, moving to the. She does like a bird call. Yeah, I, I, like, it's see. a way of saying okay, but she says okay. She like rolls the R's yeah. really. Oh, well, yeah. she adds an R and then oh. rolls it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, song of the year. All the stars. Boot up. God's plan. In my blood. That's why Sean Mendez. The joke. The middle. <laughs> shallow. And this is America. This is where I think the middle might win. Possibly. Mm. I think... One, um, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven seven uh, writers on this song. On oh, what, the middle? Wow. On the middle. Yeah. <laughs> that song took seven people? None of which... Okay, I was like, is Meredith Morris on that? No, she's not. She's not listed as a writer. Of course not. Oh, that's sad. And Norris Zed, or unless like his name is like I think he's Anton Anton Zelovsky. Yeah. Okay, oh that that makes sense. Is Marin Morris not her real name either? Okay, Marin Loray Morris. Okay, yeah, that is her. Who is Gray? Oh, yeah, I that's have her no real clue. Name. I don't know who Gray is. I don't think that's not Sarah Evans or Sarah uh, Monsters and the Strangers. That's not. I don't know. He might be a part of Gray is a duo, an EDM duo. Oh, um, they work with um, the, they Haley Steinfeld. Oh, it might be Jordan Johnson and Stephen Johnson. No, it's Kyle and Michael Trawartha. Trawartha. Yeah. Okay, those are okay. That's great. The other two. I kept getting that confused with Skylar Gray. Skylar. I kept thinking oh, that's who yeah. that was. What happened to her? She was big for a second. Eminem stopped featuring her on songs. <laughs> <laughs> and then your career falls. I would love it if Boot Up won just because I, that was like the feel-good song of the year. I really dug it. but um, it, it made you – it, it lulled you into a false sense of security that yeah. R&B is coming back. Yeah, <laughs> R&B from the 90s is from coming back. From the 90s, yeah. <laughs> With electronic cowbells. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> so this is, this is a far stretch, but I know that the Grammys like to make 
um, like to make statements. And we can fact check this. Are you going to say in my blood? Because Teddy Geiger, Geiger will be the first trans person to win a um, Song of the Year Grammy. Just saying. Why do I know that name? For you, I will. She Teddy. had a song with um, uh, Kirsten Cavallari was in the video. Oh, really? Or do you yeah. remember that movie um, with Rain Wilson where he was a drummer and then he played with some high school kids? Yeah. The, band. the lead singer was played by Teddy Geiger. Oh. Really? She was in that? Hmm. hmm. Okay. But yeah. Um, Wasn't like take, when the Emma Stone, I think. I, don't, I never saw that movie. The Rocker is what you're the talking Rocker. about. Though. I never saw the movie, though. Oh. I didn't know. I didn't know Rain Wilson's was in that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she transitioned like several years ago. Um, she was really big on MTV. Um, well, I shouldn't say really big. Didn't they do like a making the video for that song for you? I will. I forgot about that show. I don't think they did a making the video. Well, in any case, Chris and Cavallari played the love interest in the video. Um, and, um, you know, she had an album and then, um, she kind of like, Fell out of the spotlight. Didn't really do too much. Started writing for people though. Oh, um, written has actually written some high profile songs. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but has written and writes a lot with Teddy Geiger, not Teddy Geiger, with uh, Sean Mendes apparently. Yeah. Mm. But I think that could be their statement, making Teddy Geiger the first transgender person to win a Song of the Year Grammy. I yeah. could see that, and that would be a, that would be a feather in their cap, and you know they would love that, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially after the year they just had having a fire. Um, fire the guy who was um, stealing from the charity from yeah, the foundation. Yeah. That would, yeah. All right, and the uh, last one we'll go through here. Oh well, my yeah, I, I think all the, the top four. Right. Yeah. So uh, best new artist, Chloe and Halle, who uh, sang "America the Beautiful" uh, at the Super Bowl. Oh, they did. That was or, them. Or God bless America. I'm not sure which one they, they did. Were it was like it. one of the other the other national anthem. I guess okay. You'd say. Uh, Luke Combs, uh, the previously mentioned Greta Van Vliet, Van Fleet, uh, her, Dua Lipa, Margot Price, BB Rexa, <laughs> and Georgia Smith. BB Rexa, uh, for those, I, I think, <laughs> like Cardi B was somehow ineligible. Really? Because she had been nominated for a couple of things last year, and she wasn't nominated for Best Artist. They are so finicky with how they do this. So she is ineligible this year. Hmm. They're so finicky. Then why did they nominate her last year? You know? That's why Shelby Lynn was so mad. (laughs) Like, it just makes no sense. Seven albums in. So we want to nominate you for Best Best New Artist. Like, eh, I've been at it for a while. Like... (laughs) This is, I don't know. I mean, I've heard some people think Greta Van Fleet could take it. Um, I don't think it's the award that it used to be, the kiss of death. So That's to speak. what I was about to say. Like, I'd like to see them win, but I also don't want this to be the kiss of death for them. <laughs> this is the last thing they ever do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised Dua Lipa's in there because I thought she had some stuff. She should have been nominated been like out two for years a while. ago. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to take a wild guess that Luke Combs is, yeah, he's a country artist. Okay. I've never heard anything by him. Um, I thought BB Rexa should have been nominated too. She's been on some stuff for a while. It's interesting that Georgia Smith is nominated um, and not LMA. Yeah, that is a little <laughs> odd. Um, hmm. Because I, I, I can, I know of a couple of Georgia Smith songs, mm-hmm. 
but they didn't they weren't as smash like boot up was. Yeah, boot up was everywhere. Yeah. Um I wouldn't mind seeing Greta Van Fleet win. When was, I mean, do we know? Because, I mean, as of course, you know, the, the popular thing saying is, you know, Rock is dead. And um, looking at, <laughs> like, all four of these categories, this is it for rock music as yeah. far as where the nominations are coming from. Let's look at the last, like, rock artist to win this award. Um, That's probably why. That's the last thing they did because yeah uh what would you consider Smash fun Mouth. fun uh they're like indie rock they're not like modern rock but they're indie um they won didn't they yeah and that's why they disappeared mm. <laughs> or well okay you wouldn't say that about bon Iver. Bon Iver. Uh, well snl said bon Iver is music to put your kid to sleep so <laughs> <laughs> uh maroon five at the time that's what, and that's what I yeah. thought of. They might be the last one. Back then, yeah, they were. If you don't count them, then Evanescence. Evanescence. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Evanescence. <laughs> oh, man. What happened to them? <laughs> oh. oh, Evanescence. Yeah. So, okay. Did we consider that for a future episode? What yeah, what happened to Evanescence? Evanescence? That was really funny because I don't know if you've seen this recently, but um, you know the karaoke thing that Jimmy Fallon does? Oh, uh, yeah. He did one with... Um, uh, God, with Ariana Grande, like another one, and it was a song she had to do, and it was like goth, it was like goth rock. She goes like, "Oh, are we talking about like Evanescent style, early two thousands goth rock?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what comes to mind for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, I'm gonna pick Dua Lipa on this one. That would be cool. Yeah, if she wants like to. using the um, Alessia Cara logic. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who won it after being out for two years? <laughs> and what happened to her? Because she was really good too. <laughs> she did a song with, um, not with, I think with uh, one of those DJs. Diplo. Yeah, one okay. of those like Diplo or Calvin Harris. Yeah, one of those. It was a it, it charted high, yeah. but I don't I don't. She hasn't come out with another album yet. And you know who did a remix of that too? Hawk Jones, aka Father Cliff. <laughs> He did a really good New Jack Swing remix of it. That's on his YouTube page. It is awesome. Because I love New Jack Swing remixes of everything. Um, let's get to the uh, charts really quick here. Um, the number one song, it's been number one for the last two weeks at least. Uh, Seven Rings by the hardest working ponytail in the game. <laughs> I still haven't heard that song. We were just talking about that over We were talking about the last episode and... It was a. She ripped off Soldier Boy. Yeah, he was telling me that. <laughs> yeah, um, but it doesn't matter. He's not getting his five percent. Um, this is my gun distorted. It seems a little hot. You want to switch to the other one? Is that better? Hey, that's better. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Um, nice. Number two is Without Me by Halsey. Number three, uh, Sunflower by Sirius Malone and Sway Lee. Hmm. Number four, Middle Child by Mr. No Features. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Good. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Number five, Sicko Mode by Travis Scott. Number six, Thank You Next by The Strongest Ponytail in the Game. Number seven, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Number eight, Happier by Marshmallow and Bastille. 
Number nine, Wow by Sirius Malone. And number 10, Girls Like You by Adam and the Levines, featuring love and hip-hop legend Cardi B. That's crazy. They couldn't break into they couldn't break into the top five after doing the Super Bowl. Well, it was already number one. But that's supposed to be the boost, though. Like the NFL be, wants to be number one again. Well, the NFL wants artists to share profits, part of the profits from um, after they do the ep- they do the Super Bowl. They want them to start sharing profits. Really? Yeah, because they say that it's a boost. So, like, that's why a lot of artists in the past few years have been turning them down. Because they want you to share a profit. So I figure once you do this, but like they've gotten so much backlash from it that maybe that's why it's dropping. They want (laughs) to share the profits. The NFL doesn't pay for that. Yeah. They don't, I mean, they don't pay for the artists artists to do the halftime show. Oh, I don't think I I didn't know that. Yeah, it's considered exposure. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Choosing beggars. (laughs) My favorite subreddit, if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, they don't. They say it's such a career boost and everything, and such should be an honor. They don't pay you, so a lot of artists have turned them down. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Billboard 200. These are the albums, top ten albums. Number one, debuting at number one, DNA by the Backstreet Boys. What? Wow. What year is it? I didn't know <laughs> they released an album. I saw a commercial for the album, and they were in that. Um, it was a commercial. That Pepsi commercial with Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Uh, where he like it was basically like a remix of I wanted that. Okay, <laughs> I did. I saw oh that yeah, yeah. Um, so hey, people still still buy the Backstreet Boys out here. Right. Um, Good number for them, two, I guess. Future Hendrix presents The Wizard by Future. Number three, Hoodie Season by A Boogie with the hoodie. Number four, A Star Is Born soundtrack. Oh, I know, I know that reference. Number five. <laughs> Weezer's Teal album. Oh hell yeah! I've, I gotta check it out. I haven't heard it yet. I mean, it's it's the it's a covers album. All right? covers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a covers album. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was because I listened to their was it Pacific Coast um, the last album they did. Oh yeah. That was really poppy and I loved it, but I have not heard the Teal album. Okay, I guess I'll give it a. I'm guessing their so, cover of um, Africa and it's on there. Rosanna. Uh, Rosanna's not. Oh, okay. Uh, Africa is, but the like the level of that cover. Yeah. Is. The effort they put in all the other ones. Good. Okay. But the song, the tracks they chose are really choice. So he's really good. Okay. I'll give it a for, for what it is. For what yeah, it for is. It's <laughs> very good. Let me just clarify. Okay. <laughs> uh, number six, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Sirius Malone. Number seven, Championships by Meek Mill. Number eight, I Am, uh, Greater Sign, I Was by Sir Savage, the 21st. <laughs> Soon to be deported. <laughs> Um, number nine, Astro World by Travis Scott, and number ten, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse soundtrack. I heard the actually I was listening to another podcast this morning talking about that. It's supposed to be a really good, the movie's really yeah. good, and then the soundtrack apparently really good too. I have heard the movie is good. I haven't heard much about the soundtrack though. Mm-hmm. But. All right, and the artist one hundred, the top ten artists. Well, one of the rules: yeah. put out an album. It could be number one. They one is the Backstreet Boys. They probably haven't had this much in a while. People are talking about us. All right. That makes us larger than life. Number two, the strongest ponytail in the game. Number three, Sirius Malone. Do you take him seriously? If he wins a Grammy, I'll take him seriously. I don't think I ever would be able to. He's, he's too dirty to be taken it's, seriously. And yeah, face tattoos, man. It just ruins everything for me. Like, take a shower. Number four, um, 
a movie about them has been nominated for Best Picture. Um, so people, I guess, are just rediscovering who they are or discovering who they are in the first place. So it's Queen. Hmm. That would be great if people were discovering and they didn't know them. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah. Number five, we're kind of sort of still worried about them, but not so much. I think they're okay. I think we would have heard something by now. They've been touring in America. We probably would have heard something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's BTS. Oh, that'd be the weirdest <laughs> thing. Someone walking in the hotel room, like, what is going on here? Oh, my God. <laughs> Did they just kind of, like, fall off in America? Like, I have a girl at work who's obsessed, and, like, even she doesn't talk about them that much anymore. Really? Like, did they kind of just lose their? It might be between albums. Okay, maybe I don't know. I feel like I feel like they are. I feel like they're between albums. Okay, okay, but they're still being talked about enough. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And they're still (laughs) K-pop stars, so we got to make sure that they're not getting pimped out. (laughs) It's tough. Number six is Halsey. Number seven, the unretired Two K legends. Good for them. Good for them. Number eight. Uh, love and hip hop legend Cardi B. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> number nine, Lady Gaga. Huh. And number 10, the perpetual Kentucky recruit. So is Lady Gaga nominated for any acting awards? Yes. For best, for um, A Star is Born? Yeah. She, she got, is. She's okay. nominated for best actress. Okay. And she's nominated for best original song. So she better, she's trying to keep that buzz going, man. That's why she had to drop uh, R. Kelly off her catalog. Yeah, she had to, can- <laughs> she had to cancel him. Had to- <laughs> Yet and still, I'm still walking into work. <sighs> why are we still trying to justify what R. Kelly did, people? <laughs> let's let's let it go, man. Let, let's let it go. Those girls are way too young. <laughs> Just let that go. All right. So um, the door closed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, standing right there by the door. Anyway. <laughs> um. All right. So let's. Let's talk about this Super Bowl halftime show for a couple <laughs> minutes. Okay. So uh, for those who uh, are still boycotting the NFL, and, but still like going on YouTube to watch highlights or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's like sneaking fast food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. I, I, I believe you can still watch the NFL and um, – if you're in a waste <laughs> and be woke and and support Colin Kaepernick in some kind of way, but anyway, but that that was that ended up being a big deal, and which was kind of, uh, it's, it it was a little exhausting mm-hmm. just to just to see. But anyway, yeah, um, go buy a pair of Nike shoes because every every year <laughs> like around the Super Bowl, even if you don't watch a lot of football, or if you don't watch football at all, you end up watching the Super Bowl. Some people end up watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. But there's always those people who complain about, oh, why are why are people watching football? Who's playing? Is it the Pistons and the <laughs> like being like extra ignorant. Extra ignorant. <laughs> yeah. Like look, if you don't watch the game, that's fine. But I got and I, I posted something on Facebook that I actually posted a couple of years ago. Like I watching the Super Bowl. I don't watch Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, but I don't get mad at people for posting about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, maybe I think you should, I ended up with shut up. So please shut up. Maybe you should get mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you talk about Breaking Bad and Walking Dead and rah 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 football? I don't know. Walking. Yeah. Was it, what? What about zombie on zombie crime? 
I tried to get into it though, but I'm not. I'm not going to digress. I'm not going to digress. But anyway, um, so the halftime show was uh, Adam and the Levines, aka Maroon Five, uh, with Travis Scott and Big Boy. Um, not a lot of people came at Maroon Five for performing. A lot of people came at Travis Scott for doing. Did he just do sicko mode? He did that one was it? song. Yeah. yeah. And he made five hundred thousand dollars. And he demanded that they donate the money to a charity. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and and then Big Boy, because a lot of people were extra mad that it was that the halftime show wasn't Atlanta centric, which no city has never ever, happened yeah, in right. any city for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that was like throwing a bone. Yeah. For, for like that. we, it's kind of cool that we actually got that. Right. And they let him come out in what was he in like a Caprice or something? He was in a in a classic car playing Kryptonite, <laughs> <laughs> which people thought he. That, I was like, is this the song we're going with? Because if so, I'm I'm cool with that. Comes out there with the fur coat, you know, Sleepy. He brought Sleepy Brown with them. He's wearing yeah. the AT Aliens jacket. Like it was that to me. No city has ever gotten that. So I think that's pretty cool. You would think like a city like Detroit. You know that I think the Stones played that year. Yeah, it's like it should have been Motown, some yeah. kind of Motown. They didn't even get a Motown tribute. Like we got an Atlanta tribute, so I'm cool yeah. with that. Like that's yeah, that's good. Um, and then I, I'm well, y'all y'all may be more familiar with what Maroon's Maroon Five set list was. Um, uh, I did see that um. Big boy stuck in an ATL ho chant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. It was like, oh, they. I don't think uh, CBS knows what's going on. No. They're not censoring it. They're mm-hmm. not censoring at all. No, they did not. Um, but I didn't. I didn't see the whole show. Uh, so, uh, what are your thoughts on it? We'll start with Matt. Uh, I mean, it was definitely boring, and <laughs> I, I, I was more upset. Um, like. I'm an, I guess, an average fan of Maroon 5. Uh, I thought their set list was good, but I would have rather they cut a few songs and played more of the ones they kept. Mm. But I know that's not, like, the formula for a Super Bowl <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I had mentioned to Ben before that, like, I guess maybe the choruses of their songs really aren't that long, so it just seemed like you got, like, 10 seconds of a song, and then they jumped into the other one. I also really could have done without Travis Scott. I thought that was awful. Yeah. Really thought that was bad. And then take him out and give Big Boy a little bit more time. Yeah. But it was weird, too, watching, like, they, like, Travis Scott came in, did his thing, and then you never saw him again. And then Big Boy came in, did his thing, and I thought I was never going to see him again, but he did show back up, I guess, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe Travis Scott didn't, I just didn't notice. But it was just weird that it was like, oh, hey, there they are. And then, bam, there's <laughs> nothing. Travis Scott fell off stage. <laughs> <laughs> And I think part of it is also that um, we're not – I think the the NFL or whoever was producing the show, like we're not going to have another um, cold play Beyonce and Bruno Mars situation. Mm, where they try to show each other up. Well, in which Beyonce and Bruno Mars clearly showed up cold play, yeah. in which we – some people may forget. That cold play that was cold a- That cold play was supposed to headline that uh, halftime show. I actually don't even remember that halftime show. Yeah, they did that. It was the one where, uh, if you haven't seen it, Beyonce debuted Formation, her song Formation. From Lemonade, yeah. Uh, From Lemonade. And, and the Black Panther um, yeah, attire. And, and everyone got very upset. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, everyone got really upset. That it was, like, critical of law enforcement. And yeah. it was, uh, 
people yeah. got very butthurt. Um, huh. And then Bruno Mars, what did he do? What songs did he do? Uptown Funk. Oh, yeah, that was the big uh, thing at the time. This was, this was before... Like this was January, February before 2016. Karat, so this yeah. was like nine months before 24 Karat Magic came out. Yeah, but yeah, they did a few things and then they came out and did their thing and you literally, yeah, you forgot that because then they all kind of so like how at the end of this show, you know, you come back together and we all right, let's close it out, guys. They did that, but like you just, it was almost kind of like Chris Martin wasn't even there. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> he was having a hard time, kind of you know, and he kind of felt bad because. You know, you're supposed to be the headliner. Right. Well, what's interesting is that at the end, and and no one really brings it up, at the end of that show, Coldplay did a medley of songs that were done at Super Bowl halftime show by other artists. They did a medley of all these songs. Like I they included that. Prince and the Rolling Stones and U2 huh. and The Who, which still is one of the weirdest ones because <laughs> only, only two, two of, of them were alive. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just them two on stage. Huh. Yeah, they played the um <laughs> what, they, what they, show is it? The, they played uh, all the CSI the theme CSI songs. hits. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> it was on CBS. <laughs> yeah. Of course. That makes sense now. <laughs> oh jeez. But um yeah, like I, I thought that part was cool was like, but no one really brings that up because yeah. Yeah. it was overshadowed by Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um but Ben, what did you think of the halftime show? Thought the band sounded good. It seemed, um, it seemed like Adam Levine was out of his um, element. They tried to make him do what um, other performers who are more adept at doing it do. Like you know, hey, by this point in the song, you need to hit this mark. When you're singing this song, we need you to walk through the crowd like he's walking through the crowd singing a song. Now we need you to stand up on this, and there's going to be a light show behind you. And then when you get done singing this part, you need to get off of that and be back here by this. And I was explaining this to Kendra, and she was like, she's like, oh, if you're a dancer, that's easy. Like, that's just natural for you. I'm like, he's not a dancer. <laughs> so for him hitting those marks, he seemed, like by the end of the show, out of breath. He's like, I've never had to do this much moving. He's probably wanted to take his shirt off because he was hot. He's like, Jesus Christ, took his shirt off. He's like, oh, I can finally breathe now. But, like, he looked after the first two songs where he got to just stand on stage from then on, he looked stressed out, out of breath, like he was like, Jesus Christ, I'll never do this again. And I don't know why, like looking in the past at the bands they've had perform, they didn't have to do that. You know, they didn't have to hit marks and do this. Um, really, that kind of really started, as far as I remember, like with them having them go all over, I think with like Lady Gaga, where like she was like here, well, that was then just here, two years here. ago. Yeah, and then Justin because, Timberlake did well, it. Well, I and, guess because she made it like... Hers was like a spectacle. Hers was like amazing. She parachutes in from the roof of the stadium. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then with Timberlake singing "America the Beautiful." Yeah. With drones behind her. <laughs> yeah. And Timberlake, he starts in the the basement yeah. of the stadium. It <laughs> yeah. works his way up, and then Katy Perry had the shark. Um, had the shark. Oh, yeah. Had the sharks. Oh wow. But then like she she like. It, well, the illusion is that she's floating away, but she was doing that for her own oh, concerts yeah, anyway. Yeah, she mm. did. So, with trying to make that a spectacle, and then also include Michael Jackson mm-hmm. with the the clones, yeah, on the uh. top of the on the top of the stadium, but trying to make it more of a spectacle. Yeah, you can do that with a pop singer. Hard to do that with a band, but, but with a band, yeah. And it, some yeah. of those bands, like I imagine. 
you say that to Bruce Springsteen and he says no. <laughs> right. I'm not doing that. He's done a halftime show. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he didn't he didn't like he didn't this do all mark. That. He had yeah. a power slide into the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, but I forgot. Yeah, that Lady Gaga show was incredible. Um they didn't ask Prince to do that. They didn't ask the Stones, the Who. I don't think the Who could have done it. They, all of the all these bands are too old. I get that, but like, you know, they didn't ask them to do what they were asking um, Adam Levine to do. The band got to stand up there and just kind of play. Yeah. And they're like, "You're the front man. You're the you're the looker. You're the guy on the voice. You, we need you to get out there and do this." And I felt like he was exhausted. And out, but outside of that, I mean, I thought it was a it was a pretty good show. It was, it was very, it felt very predictable. Yeah. Even though we didn't know the set list, it just felt predictable. Like I just knew they were gonna play "She Will Be Loved." It just had to happen. Um. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. So back to action. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought the um. Uh. The I I don't know. I just thought the band sounded pretty good. the The set list was very was um was pretty cool. I like that they played some of the old stuff. Um. I think it would have been really funny, but I could, I, they probably would have gotten in trouble. Play some songs some from um, Kara's Flowers. That would have been funny, too, but they're not going to do that. No, that, that would have been too obscure. Yeah. Or even, like, you know, just something. Like, I'm, I'm, I didn't think it was the second album they played. It won't be soon before long. They didn't play anything from that. Um, we didn't really hear anything that they played from um, the one with uh, Maps, the album with Maps. I mean, they played Sugar, but the one before the Five album, they didn't really play. That, that's the one that had Sugar on it. I thought, you no, know, I'm saying Sugar was on Five, but the album before that with like um, Payphone and Maps and. Um, well, they couldn't get the rappers who were. They, they mean, couldn't, couldn't get Cardi get, B either, though. She was. Uh, yeah, Cardi B wasn't going to perform with yeah. them. They couldn't get Wiz Khalifa. They couldn't get Future. Yeah. They couldn't get Kendrick Lamar. Nope. Don't want to know. So, yeah. Um, or even SZA. <laughs> yeah, could get Because that's either. their most popular song on Spotify. That one's got over 600 million um, hits. So, um, I was surprised we didn't hear some of those. But I mean, for me, it was kind of cool the throwback of playing stuff from songs about Jane. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I could have, that could have been the whole show. And I've been yeah, happy. I would have been fine with that too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next year, it's in Miami. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, again? <laughs> again. Oh God! When in doubt, it's Miami or New Orleans every yeah. single time. Um, but ne- but who do you think could do it next year? As far as we have to think of an established act in which they have a record company behind them that will pay for the production of the whole show, uh, because the NFL will not do it. The only thing the NFL pays for is for travel. God, they don't huh. pay for anything. And then they want a piece of the. Profits. NFL is uh, Mark Cuban might be right, but that's not um, the story. With it being in Miami, <laughs> um, I my prediction is, even though I I didn't expect it to be like Atlanta centric, I see a P forming. Yeah. Really, Mister Th- <laughs> Mister Worldwide. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Oh god. Okay, I saw the P four. I was like, he's really about to say Pitbull. <laughs> but if not Pitbull, uh, um. Oh god. Yeah, and, and I feel like. Pitbull and then like Gloria Estefan like makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Maybe Jennifer Enrique Lopez. <laughs> Does that, would be, that would be lit. That would be that'd be a great show. I don't know if it happens, but that'd be a great show. But that might be too many uh Latin people <laughs> in this America. <laughs> I see a lot of fireworks and um I don't know why just 
I'm seeing in my head Pitbull walking out in a tuxedo with those glasses on, oh, just yeah. fire behind him. Absolutely. <laughs> One, da, 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 da. Yeah, I, I could, my, I could totally see that. My other, my other guess would be, and because it, I, you have to think of something that it would work with the. This is the hundredth, and it'll be the hundredth anniversary of the NFL. Mm. So I don't know what they what they might do there. Uh, but my other prediction, I thought it was going to happen this year. But Taylor Swift yeah. is still a possibility. She's due for one. But I think the I think one reason I heard that she wasn't uh, seriously considered is because she's endorsed by Coca Cola. Uh, oh my goodness! And the halftime show <laughs> is endorsed. presented by Pepsi. Wow. So do you? It makes me wonder. Do you think they took all the Coke out of the Mercedes Benz Stadium to sell, and it was all Pepsi? That'd be I, hilarious. I think they tried. Yeah. But I think it was just they just put up more signs. Instead okay. of taking the Coke products out, they just put up more Pepsi signs. Okay. Arthur Blank's like, are you crazy? Do you know where you are? <laughs> Do you know where you we are? We have a world of Coke across the street. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> You're in Atlanta. <laughs> You're going to drink Coke. <laughs> um, so not, that puts a monkey wrench in um, what I was thinking. I was thinking Ariana Grande because she just keeps pumping out albums. Yeah, that's true. And she's got so much material. And she that is, is that's still a that possibility. A and still she is now bigger than, like, not on social media. She's not bigger, but she is bigger than Taylor Swift as far as popularity in music goes. Because Taylor released a dud, and Ariana Grande has not released any duds. Yeah. Um, the, there's also still the perpetual Kentucky recruit. There's Drake. Yes. Um, Selena Gomez comes to mind. She's huge. She hasn't released anything big. And maybe about a year, but like that could be maybe timing. Wait to release something around the end of the year. Another possibility. The only halftime show I know she's done was the NBA All Star Game. But if she just spent the next year getting herself together, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God! I was like Ali and AJ. What? <laughs> Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Uh. I guess. I don't – she could – well, I mean, they don't let you carry it by yourself anymore. But she's the type of artist that would want to carry it by herself, and I don't think she can do that anymore. No. I don't think she can. Abe really wants to see Rihanna, apparently. But he doesn't want to see, like, she, safe well, she for work. she turned it down. He doesn't want to see safe for work, Rihanna. He wants to see <laughs> – he, That's just not going to yeah, happen. He wants to see – toss it up, Rihanna. <laughs> like, pour it up. Like, no, she's not going to do that on stage at the Super Bowl, man. You're not going to see that. Uh I'm trying to think of any other. Well, Rihanna turned it down. Yeah. Uh, another act I thought of was like. Um, well, okay, we already mentioned Enrique Iglesias. I was thinking like, so is it somebody else like Latin that would come that would <laughs> come to Miami? Now you know what would have been very interesting when they had get the old guys. Who? Well, I didn't want to like spoil his earworm thing. Oh, but, oh, oh. So okay, yeah. yeah. We'll hold hold on that. I'll we'll hold, hold on that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's a good one, though. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, back when they gave it, they were giving it to the old guys after the, you know the we saw the titty and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one band that I think that they forgot, and I don't know if they turned them down. Led Zeppelin. We never saw them do one. Now I don't know if they would go if they would ever go back to giving it to. I mean, like Maroon Five might have been. They're like, ah, we don't want to do this anymore. Give it to bands. But like thinking of a, of a big band, Led Zeppelin, or even maybe they performed this weekend or this past weekend, the Foo Fighters. They've got a large category. They're big around the world. 
I just see. I don't see Dave Grohl saying yes to that. I think it'd be interesting, though. It like, would I think be. It'd be very interesting. I he's think got put on friends a all over the place. Yeah. So he would be able to put on a good show. And he would. He would. And yeah, he would bring people out. I think if the NFL let him do it his way, and he could be like, "We'll play," and I will bring the. I'll dictate who I bring in. He's cool with everyone within the music community, so he yeah. could bring out people. I mean. Hell, he did a thing at the Grammys with Dead Mouse. He could just bring random people out there, and it'd be a yep. great show. But would they let him do it on his terms? Another, another good one that you know, that you don't want to have if they don't want to do back to back rock bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it'll, it'll just be totally alienating the the NFL audience. Daft Punk. Oh, oh god, that wow. would be really weird. <laughs> that yeah. would be real weird. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be strange. I think you get Drake. It'll be a lot of people punk. hearing the songs are like, "Oh, I like this." Oh, it's 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 these guys. Yeah, yeah. it's the robots. <laughs> it's stronger is them. <laughs> they <laughs> get lucky. I thought that was a Pharrell song. <laughs> Pharrell is another possibility. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't want to see him. I not by himself. Like it have to be Pharrell and friends. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it would. What would be it, what I think would happen mm-hmm. is that the NFL want Pharrell. And they said you can't do any of your NERD songs. Oh, that would be a shame. <laughs> that really would be. <laughs> That'd be such a shame. I wouldn't. Nah, that I would. I'd be like, not nah, pass. <laughs> They're like, you could. You have to do Happy for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the longest version of Happy. I just imagine him up there. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the clips, and then the feed just cuts. <laughs> like, were you about to do a song about selling cocaine? You can't do grinding. You, you can't do that. Oh, okay. This would never happen. <laughs> but I think it'd be hilarious if they got Weird Al to do it. And oh. then the actual artists that he's written, like copying came on to do his song of their song. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. That's one of those things where, like, I guess if you just have unlimited money, just throw enough at the NFL until they say, oh, okay, okay. Like, just throw, like, I got $100 million. And you're going to let Weird Al and his friends come up here and do these songs. And, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would. That would be very awesome. I would, I would watch that. And he has, a, he has a solid band. I don't yeah, know if he, he still has a solid band. But yeah. Yeah, he has a solid band. So I don't think he's, like, changed out people. I think yeah. it's still the same guys. Yeah, they would. Yeah, and they're so tight. Yeah, they would are. would be great. Uh, All right, yeah. so um, we'll have another few months to speculate on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pitbull is a possibility, but he's from Miami, so I don't think that would happen. But I would Ariana Grande and Pharrell and Friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I would put money on Pharrell and Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for our music news. We'll get to uh, Ben's earworm of the week. Tell us about it. So this just randomly came into my head one day at work, um, and I just had to listen to it immediately just to re- to remind myself I was listening to Shake Your Bon Bon. Um, I was listening to um, this. What's the oh 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 ale, ale, cup of life? Cup of life, yeah. Um, and settled on this song because um, it's just such a freaking good song. And I don't think it is. It's like what twenty years old now, isn't it? Yeah. It took me a while to just realize how good of a song it was when I first heard it as a kid. There was no way I appreciated it as I do now. And I know some people are gonna laugh at me. For saying that I'm appreciating the musicality of a song like this, but it's "Living Love You to Loca" by Ricky Ricky Martin. Um, my God, this song has some great moments. I encourage you to listen. All right, so this is "Living La Vida Loca" by Ricky Martin. We'll be right back. 
Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. Uh, I don't know the name of the album that it came from. I, I think, think it was, was Living La Vida Loca. Oh, was it the self-titled Ricky Martin? Self-titled. Yeah. His first English language album. Uh, as far as a solo artist. Oh, it, not in Menudo, right? Yeah. <laughs> Outside oh, I of Menudo. He was part of that. Yeah. Yeah, the rule was uh, once you grew a mustache, you were out of there. Yeah, that was self-titled. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, half of like Latin America was in that band. <laughs> so many members. Are they still, I think they're still active. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right. So um, you can find that on our BTTYHT Airworms playlist right now. Uh, so we'll get to our uh, topic here. We started the show with uh, the infamous story of a customs agent. Um, an event planner, and Avion Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's just start it by um, getting the conclusion to the story. All of the containers with water, you will save this festival. And I literally drove home, took a shower. I, 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 I drank some mouthwash. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really, and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. And I got to his office fully prepared to suck his dick. But he couldn't have been nicer. And he's like, Andy, listen, I will release all the water. I will let you serve it. But I want to want to be one of the first people to be paid this import fee for what you're doing. And I said, OK, great. And I got back and I had all the water that we needed. <laughs> Can you imagine in my 30 years of a career? that this is what I was going to do. I was going to do that, honestly, to save the festival. Wow. What made him think that that's what he needed to do? <laughs> like, that's what he was going to be on board with? <laughs> like, that's just... What yeah. made him say, yes, I'll do this for you, Billy? I don't understand it. Billy was a weird dude, man. 
Billy must be the most charismatic dude he wasn't, in the history though. of the world. He wasn't. He was a well, he he had to be he had to have some kind of charisma to where he's convincing these investors to give him money. Yeah. Like he is he's got all these fake documents, but he's selling them on what is working and you know, this we're doing this, we're making this kind of money mm-hmm. and you know, we just need this from you and then we'll be able to take it to the like <laughs> like he he is he is selling people a dream. If you don't yeah. believe me, listen to my friend Ja Rule here. Hey, yo, we got this <laughs> like oh, Ja Rule. Yeah, so we're talking about Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh Netflix came out with a couple of uh well, Netflix came out with the documentary and then Hulu had their own documentary. Uh and each of them had their own kind of hook. Yeah. Like with with the the one on Netflix, it was Hey, we're you know this is the greatest party that never happened. We have all this exclusive footage, and we have the interviews with the people who were involved, except for one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Media. <laughs> Hulu is like, well, we didn't interview any of those people, but we got the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we we uh, I was we both uh, viewed both of these yeah mm-hmm. cinematic um. Pieces. <laughs> uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Which one did you watch first? Uh, the Netflix one, because I actually I didn't realize Hulu had their own too, and okay. I think Ben had told me that, and uh, so then I did eventually watch that one. All right. So, what was your? I guess going through it, um, what did you? What was your first thought as far as like when you started watching it? Like anything that you realized at first? Uh. <laughs> it was, I guess, not. It took a, it took probably watching the entire thing to really think of something different because I knew it was a disaster. I knew it was just this <laughs> dumpster fire of a thing. I was just blown away with how many rich, probably important people were duped by this guy. Yeah. Like to me, him and Ja Rule did not come across as two dudes that I would trust with any amount of my money. <laughs> Not a dime. <laughs> Nothing. Like, like Ja Rule would have had to convince me already because, like, it's Ja Rule. Like, <laughs> then these people are just giving them millions or at least hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Like, it's just – that's what I didn't understand is yeah. – because you're right. He had to have had some kind of charisma. To me, it didn't come across in the in the footage. So maybe one-on-one in a meeting or something yeah. when he's got this paperwork, false paperwork that he's he's got his own thing going and is working. But, like, I was just blown away. By how many, first off, older people who sh- probably should have been able to recognize what a fraud he was. Mm-hmm. And then uh, important rich people that he fooled. And, like, I was just, I didn't get it. I was like, how? How did that, how did he get that far? It was weird. Yeah, it was very interesting to see that there was, no matter what anybody said, no one could get through to Billy. Yeah. No, everyone was saying, like, <clears throat> we can't pull this off. Yeah. We don't have enough time. We we should just start planning for next year. This isn't going to work. Yeah. He's like, no, no, we can do this. We can do, we this. Can do this. Well, and then we how many people this. knew that it was going to be bad? But stuck around still. Yeah. Well, a like, lot of them for money because he told like he was yeah. threatening yeah, to true. hold payment. No, like the one dude who was the yoga instructor with the man. Oh bun, yeah, yeah. Basically, it was like yeah. Uh, they threatened to anyone who left. You didn't get paid. That's right. I forgot about that. So they're like, I've come this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to get my money. Yeah. Uh, ben, what about you? Um, so I know you know this was one that we kind of we kind of followed it for the most part since 
we had we saw it happening, and so it was it was good to finally get answers, like to finally know this is how. Like for better or worse, this all went down. It's kind of like you know, you finally got to see behind the curtain. Like you know, it's a failure. It's like knowing the end to a movie before you see it. <laughs> Now you're just watching it to see what happens, just to see how we got to this horrible conclusion. And then, you know, even more so being devastated by like, wow, they really went and screwed up things in the Bahamas. Um, luckily, they started the um, the GoFundMe for the um, woman who owned the restaurant. And she was able to, you know, right. recoup some of her money that she lost trying to do the right thing. But like, man, that was that happened two years ago. Yeah. So she basically had to go two years with nothing. I mean, she had to clean her savings out just to, to pay to, these to people. To pay her employees. Yeah. Um, after being promised of getting money. So it sucks, but, you know, there was finally some sort of justice done. And now, of course, you know, Billy's in jail or whatever. But um, that's kind of what got me as far as just seeing everything that happened. Like, it was crazy to see that. To see, you know, you, you you taste the sausage and now you get to see how it was made. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I wouldn't trust them with money. But, I mean, so one one really good point that I did read that um, that kind of made it all kind of come together when we talk about, like, you know, no one could get through to Billy. Um, the fact that they recorded all of this. So, like, they're like, you know, you, you're talking and thinking about the Instagram models and the influencers. And, like, you know, how could they sell this product if they knew it was going to fail? Well, like, at what point did you realize you were filming a failure and you just kept going? Or did they keep filming it because they were like, maybe we can pull this off? Because there's, yeah. like, an incredible amount of footage for something that, you know, everyone just knew was going to fail. You typically don't record something like, this is going to be the greatest failure ever and we got it on tape. Like, they filmed everything. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they did. <laughs> yes, thankfully. <laughs> um, I think that it was... And, and you they see it as it's happening and yeah like you know what could get through to him you see it as it's happening and I guess you just wonder I want to get a better uh, grip on what was their mindset as far as staying besides money <laughs> money's always <laughs> yeah like was it just about money so you could get so you can get paid to, for all of this effort that's not going to mean anything. Um, so I wanted to get a better picture of that. Another thing that did interest me is I didn't realize how little you had to do to have influence on social media. No kidding. Just look pretty and get followers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not just like with getting followers, but getting people to – to do stuff or to, to Oh be yeah. Oh into, God. Into, oh yeah. To be in it. Oh yeah. Okay. To yeah. be involved, you know, just, you know, because of the, the FOMO thing, which I feel like the Hulu one delved too much into like trying to blame the millennials mm -hmm. to blame the people who went yeah. for what happened. Like, no, like they, they went, I mean, they should have, they lacked awareness. They lacked, um, they didn't do their research. They ignored some yeah. information. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Yeah. But it's not their fault that the festival was a disaster. It's their it's it's partially their fault that 
it was a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not yeah, their it sure fault was. that the festival went down how it did. Yeah. Right. I think so. I, I what I find funny is so the people the you know and I, yeah it was very preachy. The Hulu one was very preachy yeah. and you know first trying to explain what the culture was around Instagram influencers and social media. And then kind of, you know, disparaging it. But what the people who are doing that don't realize is they have, you know, they have something in the, they have a federal agency basically watching their back. So, like, you think about why this doesn't happen more. Well, typically because, like, you can't advertise something like this on TV or in the newspaper because the FTC will stop you. The FTC regulates that sort of thing. So, like, I don't think it is fair for them to kind of, you know, tease the, this generation for falling for what is essentially an influencer is, is essentially a spokesperson, if mm-hmm. you will. We we paid was it Kindle or Kylie? Is it Kindle? Kindle, I think. Kindle. We basically paid Kindle to be our spokesperson. We paid her. It'd be the same as paying a football player, a basketball player, a famous singer. We paid them this amount of money to not advertise on TV with a commercial, but to go on Instagram, post something about our festival, and direct people towards it. That's all it is. Influencer is a nice word for a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. That's what they paid them to do. Only thing is, the FTC normally will say, you know, they want to know what you know about it and make sure that you're on the up and up. They don't have the FTC here. So, like, for someone to sit there and disparage, you know, people on Instagram, like, how could you fall for this? Um, you would have fallen for it, too. It's easy to fall for it. As a matter of fact, you've fallen for it in the past, and that's why regulation exists mm-hmm. that keeps this stuff from happening because you have fallen for it. I mean, I don't need to talk about the people who bought those freaking bracelets that supposedly help your balance. Oh, yeah. If, if people want to talk about being duped. There are rings now, too. There are rings oh, now. Really? But we want to talk about the people who are doing Fire Festival, and you're going to fall for a band that you says, oh, no, go push me over, man. Try to push me over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So, yeah, uh, Kendall Jenner paid a quarter million yeah. for one Instagram post. We're in the wrong business, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, we're, we're also wrong. not, you know, pretty 20-year-old girls. <laughs> so not. we can't get in that business. Uh, true that. True. <laughs> one thing that I – another thing I really said, they spent a lot of – a lot of money was spent on how – a lot of money was spent on presentation mm-hmm. before the actual thing, like yeah. leading mm-hmm. up to it. All the promo- – the presentation of the promotion was – Beautiful. Yeah. 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 The way it was presented, the way that they, um, okay, we're going to get these these supermodels. We're going to have this uh, great uh, commercial and photo shoot, you know, to get people interested. But it was like they didn't think beyond that. Nope. <laughs> we're going to no, get Pablo didn't. Escobar's. Island. And then, uh, like, all the stuff that followed was, like, you didn't think beyond, like, okay, you have to get a liquor license. You have to get water and stuff through customs. You have to get lodging for all of these people if it's for two weekends. You have to, like, it's, like, all the logistics. Yeah. Were awful. They didn't even consider. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. Even the or they didn't realize things. how hard that it might actually be or how complex it might actually be. Yeah, what did they give themselves? Like maybe six months to do this? The, no, it was if it that, was like yeah. four yeah. months. And then they didn't start until six weeks before as far as yeah. building stuff Ridiculous. and getting stuff together. I remember back when we read the story about the guy who showed up and it was like it was just a, a gravel. It's nothing but gravel. Oh, yeah. 
And this was like six weeks mm-hmm. before. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you can't. You can't get it done, man. They didn't even even small things like you know the the part where they're like they were just tossing luggage. Oh yeah, <laughs> you didn't think to get freaking luggage tags to help people identify their luggage. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't they didn't respect the process. Essentially, they thought that you know putting together a, a music festival psh, that's the easy part. You know the hard part is going to be getting these models and stuff and paying all of them to put it on their Instagram <laughs> yeah. page. That's where they invested all their money, you know, and I think um, to quote Uncle Drew, um, like a hundred dollar move and a ten cent finish. Like it's just you didn't you didn't invest where you needed to invest. You didn't respect the process. You didn't think about how difficult it would be to put on one of these festivals. And then when it came time to deliver, he was like, mm-hmm. "We're just working through the working every day, just putting up tents, putting up tents, put." And then the rain came. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, screwed but everything that, that, up. That was Billy's like motto for everything. Was yeah. all show, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was the, the Magnesis, and then there was one other thing he did that was the same idea. Yeah. I can't remember what that was though. Yeah, he, I can't remember either. But he is all oh, about uh, the show. No, uh, no substance. New York, New York VIP or something like that. The the one after he got out of jail. I think so. That was just that was just balking the system. That was catch me if you can ask. Yeah, that was pretty ballsy. <laughs> and I was like, this dude, this dude's crazy. He doesn't get it. He yeah, he doesn't, doesn't get it. They're like, Billy, what you did was wrong. No, it's not, man. So we can make this work, man. We can do this, man. <laughs> That's like, oh, God. Did he, asked, he asked the one black dude that he appears to be friends with outside of Ja Rule. Um, <laughs> asked the one black dude, like, what's jail like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. He's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to jail. No. I'm and, too pretty. And on, the, on top of that, he had the forethought to say, oh, if I email them, they won't respond. Here's the list. You email and call them because they don't know you. Because they think that people don't know each other as far yeah. as like going to that, going to the fire festival. That's the mind of a scammer, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that one guy was like, hey, um, did you guys get this say- this email about this? Yeah, I got the yeah. same email. Huh, what do we all have in common? <laughs> fire fest. <laughs> um, I don't think they came after Frank. I can't remember. Was it Frank Tribble or something like that? Yeah. They didn't come. The feds didn't come up. Come after him for or Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, uh, that one part where they had like the the video conference. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, that's it's not like fraud. It's that's not, not fraud. <laughs> it's it's false advertising. What is false advertising, man? I would be like, someone asked Ja Rule where he got his MBA from. <laughs> 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 what business school did you go to, Ja Rule? <laughs> Oh god, that was ridiculous, man. They, he he knew he oh, knew yeah. they had messed up, and he just didn't want to say it. <laughs> well, I guess he because they didn't come after him. He must have no. like he must have known that he was covered. If anything went, Probably. if shit hit the fan, yeah. And so he's like, all right, whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. his his name wasn't on any of these emails. Yeah. Uh, his name wasn't part of the uh, business meetings as far as like any money being exchanged. Yeah. He was he was part of being the face, like where they had like those conferences or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't involved in that. That reminds me, I think Bomani Jones said this too when he talked about it. This is how people should have known the (laughs) Firefest was a scam. (laughs) How Ja Rule is gonna be a part of this, and he's not one of the performers. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that. Didn't put himself out there to perform. You should know Mm. at that point, like, hmm, maybe this isn't legit. Like, why isn't he performing? Not to mention the lineup seemed weird. Like you got all these EDM artists and then Blink One Eighty Two, 
Like that's just odd. Like, and he mentioned like they're they were popular around the same time. Why isn't Ja Rule performing? Hmm. That would have been. I didn't weird. even think about that. Yeah. And they had disclosure doing a DJ set. <clears throat> I'm like, why would they go all the way out there just to play for a couple of hours? Yeah. Like as far just play other songs. Yeah. yeah. For a couple of hours. It was um, a weird lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um. Blink one eighty two. And it was something that that you want to see. I don't know. I don't know if other festivals do this, but as far as when you're putting together something, you would see footage of stuff being put together. Yeah. The stage being built. <laughs> uh, the artists rehearsing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how soon they would get there. Uh, as far how soon artists would get there before they perform. Yeah. Um. But I felt like you would see at least a little bit of footage of that or some footage of um, the the tents being built or being put together. Uh, but they weren't getting any, no one was getting any answers. Not even the, because this all started with an app. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great idea for an app. Too. It really yeah. was. Um, and But the people who were working on the app weren't getting any information. Oh, yeah. right. So they didn't know what was going on, and people were asking questions. And the only way you could ask questions was on an Instagram post. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, or, or, or by email. Which is a very common thing nowadays, actually, for a lot of places that um, offer support. Like, I know for a fact you cannot call Spotify. You can only email them for support. Hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's actually getting more common. Yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, the app I thought was was actually a really good idea. It really was. And I would like to see, I think they said in one of them, like, they're so, they're still trying to make something similar to that. Yeah, they changed the name of it, right? Yeah, it's yeah, called Iconic. I would, I would change it, too. Yeah. The yeah. Jaw Rules are part of it. <laughs> oh, boy. Because oh. it is a really good idea. Yeah. Um, granted, I mean, I don't have enough money to book any right. of these It people. is definitely an app for yeah, insanely for, wealthy people. Yeah. But. but the fact that it exists yeah. um, out of his desire to try to book Jaw Rule. <laughs> Like, why are you trying to book Ja Rule, man? It couldn't like, have been that expensive to get him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> a couple bucks in gas money. <laughs> Didn't he have just gotten out of prison, too? Like, yeah, I think just, so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that that was the, um, yeah, the, the, the stage. I actually did see a picture on Reddit. Some local bands have been playing on that stage. Oh, they kept it up? It's still there? It's, it was still there, yeah. They, they put a picture of a local band playing up there. Huh. Yeah. I don't think they took a lot of stuff down. <laughs> that would have cost money. <laughs> I was going to say. Labor and well, money. They, well, they, they, they didn't have a chance to take it down because the locals, the locals were, were coming. Out for blood. A lot of oh, locals yeah. were, uh, were just working around the clock Yeah, and have not received a dime. Yeah. Which is really sad. Like, I think that's – so that's one thing I think that the Netflix documentary told me that I did not even consider – and following the story, period, the fact that he, A, he got their hopes up mm-hmm. by going down there and saying, oh, yeah, we're going to bring in this huge festival, and it's going to be every year. We're going to make this, they were saying we're going to make this a, a center for music, and they're probably seeing, like, sweet, you're going to infuse money into the economy here. Sold them a dream. Um, so he lied to them on that front, and then he left, you know, them with nothing. He basically, all right, we're going to, I need you to do this. I need you to work around the clock. We got to put these tents up. We got to make this happen. And then he leaves and they get nothing. I mean, they eventually get something from that woman, but like 
he just he kind of really screwed things up down there. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, unfortunately, that makes it harder for people who want to come down there later and say, like, hey, we want to do something. Yeah, like that McFarland dude. Okay, yeah, you know, take it back to the states. Like that's that's and, that's really messed up. And it kind of gotten. You see how uh, twisted Billy thinks as far as uh, I think if this was in the the Hulu documentary where it's like, okay, we have a problem. All right, we solve it. Now wake up the next day with a new problem, but we'll solve that. Okay, and then mm-hmm. we'll wake up the next day <laughs> and there's a new problem, and we'll just solve that. So we just we just keep solving these problems. Yeah. Like there's, there's a problem with you having with a different problems. problem yeah. every day. Yeah. There's something wrong. Billy's got to go and back he, to America. He never, get money. <laughs> he never thought long term. No. Uh, and that became that. That's really why this fell apart. Is he never thought beyond the current thing? Like mm-hmm. he never thought beyond the commercial. And then when it came to look beyond the commercial, he didn't be- look beyond that. Mm. He was only looking at like one thing at a time and mm-hmm. not everything as a whole. Um, and then just not listening when they said, Hey, just don't mention that this Island belonged to Pablo Escobar. Just don't say <laughs> his name and you can use the Island. Just don't say his name. Screw that. What was it? Like two seconds in? Like yeah. Two seconds. He says, yeah. Pablo Escobar's Escobar. Island. What did I just say? What did I just say? God, you kicked off the Island. <laughs> so stupid. You kicked off the Island and didn't change. Like, and the thing the people who came, they don't care. Right, they don't. Right. Who cares, Pablo Escobar? They don't know who Pablo Escobar is. You mean that dude from Narcos? <laughs> the chubby guy from Narcos? <laughs> Should have said it was El Chapo's Island. And <laughs> they were like, it was El Chapo's Island? The dude with submarines? Bro, I'm there. I am there. <laughs> Tunnels and submarines. Uh, yeah, but he's um, on trial right now. He's probably going to get locked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, what else did, uh, anybody discover? Uh, oh, well, I know it was hard to find anything new cause we had followed it and, yeah. and you've been following it. So was there anything aside from Andy's Andy custom King. story? Whew, that was a, that was a whopper. Yeah. Holy crap. Like that. <laughs> I don't, I, look, I, not that I don't want friends like that. But I hope I never have to ask someone to do, do something yeah. like that. <laughs> like, yeah. how far are you willing to go, Ben? Like, uh, uh, are you willing to Andy King it? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bruh, like, what type of trouble are you in? The memes were funny. It'll yeah. be like, yeah. Sally Mae, uh, we'd like to talk to you about your student loans and then just have a picture. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that was probably the biggest bomb. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was – so actually getting to see him, you know, he wasn't very charismatic. He's a horrible liar. Um, yeah. Oh, we, we had we had houses. Uh, we lost the box of the keys. There and, were no houses. That, when he said that, I was like, oh, oh. Y'all, so there, y'all were no there were no houses. There were no houses. Y'all didn't have the houses at all. It's like that meme, so that was a lie. <laughs> he never had houses. No. I mean, it was, a, it was a nice try. Yeah. But there were no houses. Um, you mentioned the woman who keeps giving him money. Yeah, I can never remember oh, her name. Uh, Corolla. Yes, yes. What is her name? Like, is the name of a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and not a good one. Yeah, what's what's that? 
Because at first I was, or in the Hulu, not the Hulu one, the Netflix documentary, I was really expecting it to come out that they were dating. Like yeah. that that was why she was so invested in this mm-hmm. and kept giving him money. But then turns out he had a different blonde girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what the hell? I don't know. What is it with him? I don't It just goes back to the. Yeah, he kept he's, getting money. And then like he was saying, yeah, don't tell her about this. I was like, <laughs> okay, so she's at least uh, an investor on this. Mm-hmm. And. You trying to keep stuff from her. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he is aware of what is happening around him. Yes. As far as this event. Yeah. But he just feels like he can just power through it. And as long as it looks good, yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what else happened. Yeah. Well, and she was actually uh, the one I was I would have assumed would have figured it out. Because <laughs> I had mentioned to you about, you know, all these powerful people investing the money. And you made a good point. Like a lot of these people probably have other people mm-hmm. dealing with them and they just have the money. Yeah. But this lady was like in meetings with them and like mm. at the offices. And I'm like, how did you not see signs somehow one way or the other? Yeah. That was really weird. Um, and it's something that I guess cause, cause we were able to see it like from the outside that the, um, the whole, situation with magnesis the magnesis card Mm -hmm. i don't understand how that idea is how that idea is sustainable it's not yeah (laughs) because essentially all he did was he took your existing you know card and put it on a, a heavy nice metal card and then it seemed like he was like where was he getting the money for the vip stuff and like right like that was totally not sustainable well, cuz you're not even was, charging fees. <laughs> though, that didn't exist. Those exclusive things oh, yeah. did not exist. The house exist. that he trashed. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't yeah, that thing any, existed for like what? A month maybe. Yeah. Like you didn't have uh he didn't have any exclusive Jay-Z and Beyonce tickets no, that right. have been sold out for months. He didn't have them. Nope. But it was basically like uh what he prayed on like he wouldn't pray on like the middle class. Mm-mm. He's praying on the rich. Yep. He's praying on people who want to be part of something exclusive. Yeah. To be like, oh, you, you, nobody's got this. Nobody's up on this. Nobody got this but me. I, well, I want to be up on it. Only I, I can uh, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> so people who want to have something exclusive is what he prayed on, uh, and. But and then combining that with the power of social media influencers, that's how that's you know yeah. that's how this all comes to be. Uh, but the whole then you have an investor with Magnesis who ended up dying mysteriously. Yeah, oh, the, the owner of the oil. Thunder, the oil baron. Or yeah, something, right? that who owned the Thunder, um, Chesapeake yeah. Energy. Yeah, that dude died in a car in a car wreck. Yeah, because right, he got uh, he was about to go to jail or indicted for yeah. fraud too. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, and that was a big company. They're 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 out of Oklahoma, correct? Yeah. Okay, because all the team is you know Chesapeake Arena is he owns their he owned the arena and they and all that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, that was that was one of the first people he went to, right, for investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like later with other investors, it didn't. They two and two was not put together. Yeah. As far as. This is who he worked with before on this other project. Yeah. 
Well, maybe, hey, dead men can't talk, right? You know. <laughs> but I mean, who? In in all honesty, though, like going in there with the fake doctor documents and stuff, he probably spoke. A, he probably spit a good game. You know, went in there like, "This is what we're doing." Um, I'm, he probably dropped so many names. You know, I'm pretty sure he was probably dropping names of people he didn't know. Um, but he was like, you know. Probably like, well, you know, you're probably not familiar with the Instagram community, but we have this person and they have this many followers and we have research that shows that they're reaching this many people. So we're expecting this. And if you see these numbers, early projections look really good. And if, you know, unfortunately, if you're talking to somebody who might have money but isn't media or tech savvy, you could probably get away with that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it's a coincidence we didn't see someone like a Mark Cuban <laughs> being duped by him. He's like, uh, yeah, I talk, did you talk to Mark Cuban? Yeah, he came to me. I said no. <laughs> he put a bunch of nerves in my face. It didn't make sense. I know about social media. Yeah, I told him to get lost. Like, I imagine that's what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> told him to get lost. I got better things to do. I'm Mark Cuban. <laughs> I'm Mark Cuban. That's how he ends every conversation. I'm Mark, I'm Mark Cuban. I'm Mark Cuban. Um, with the Hulu documentary, um, said they got the one. They got Billy McFarlane. Yeah. Apparently he got it. Two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. for his appearance. Um, what did you think of when at the part where they started to like call him out on some things? And he didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, like it's always like he had an excuse up until that point. Then he yeah. wanted to take a break. Yeah, yeah. Because what do you keep saying? He's like, I can't talk about ongoing investigations. Yeah. Like that was his answer to everything after mm-hmm. that. Uh, I mean, that's I imagine it's typical of a, a, a scam, yeah. <laughs> a scammer con artist. You know, if you can't you can't answer it, you know, you ask questions or you have to leave the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I wasn't either. I just never, I guess I didn't, when this whole thing was going down, um, and then I would maybe say halfway through the first documentary, I took him as a poor planner, not as a scammer. After seeing both fully, I take him as a scammer. He's not a yeah. poor planner. Um, I think he thought he would take the money and run, but he got in way too deep. Mm-hmm. And um, you know this is probably going to be the big one, <laughs> and there is probably this is nowhere the one last score. Yeah, the one last <laughs> score that we can all retire. Um, only thing is, like you know, because you you tried to rip off the wrong people, and it was too public of a rip off, and now um, everyone knows who you are, and and you know they tattled, <laughs> mm-hmm. they went and told, they got they got the law involved, and now you get to go to jail. So. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I thought I initially thought he was just like, damn, this dude sucks at planning. Like he is, he's never gonna get this this off. Probably never planned on it. It's like, yeah. Um, we're coming up on the the time limit I was aiming for here, <laughs> but what I wanted to also talk about was the um, uh, the people who who ended up going to the festival. But then, like, uh, and then all the, the social, what was happening on social media, how people were viewing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one guy who created the Twitter account. And yeah. was talking about all the things that were going wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and it, even this, despite the proof that he had, people were, like, ignoring it. Yeah. Or feel like he was just hating. But everything <laughs> he was saying was, was what was yeah. really happening. Yeah. Um. And that's kind of like how social media doesn't work as far as like the orange tile that got people interested. Mm-hmm. But seeing that all these gravel, all this gravel 
and the rampant shark problem and this is what the stage looks like and the festival is supposed to start tomorrow it's not done um people were ignoring that yeah mm-hmm. they just want to see the the spectacle like what how does it look mm-hmm. and he, I'm like this is how it really looks oh that's not how it looks that's not good so that means it doesn't it doesn't yeah. count you know it's kind of like the people like I don't know if I told you about this, but I kind of have uh, some hesitation with seeing people who are like, oh, I just want positive vibes. I don't want any oh, negativity. Yeah. I'm like, what if there is some kind of negativity that you can't control whether it exists or not? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't stop negativity from appearing near you. Right. You can't control that. Um, I mean, I understand if you want to, you know, be an optimist. But that doesn't mean you can't stop negative things from happening sometimes. <laughs> but um, I feel like, but but that I see that so much on social media. I just think this is another manifestation of that. As far as look, guys, you know the, these tents aren't done. Uh, the this is what you'll be sleeping on. We haven't seen any of these houses. Yeah. <laughs> um, like no, you you just hating. Yeah. And then it wasn't even this island. They had to move because of they mentioned Pablo Escobar oh, yeah, when they yeah. shouldn't have. So yeah. they moved to it looked like the backyard of a sandals. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So I think they did a lot of that when they sent out the map of that island yeah. of the island that was supposed to be. I was like, wow, <laughs> they are. This is this was like if I hadn't heard of it heard of the fire festival and what happened and I'm seeing this first time knowing nothing about it and seeing that island I'm like oh this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I'm on the uh so I put up the subreddit fire festival subreddit and l- looking at the top posts of all time on the subreddit and I'm looking at one already that says fire festival is sketchy. So this is before the festival. You've already got people saying it's going to be a scam. There is an AMA. I just landed in Miami after being on the first flight out of Fire Festival. Ask me anything. And this dude was already planning on trying to get legal action to get his refund back. So it's so interesting looking like a boots on the ground type, you know, ground zero type approach, looking at some of these people who were there. Like it's there's a picture of a dude uh, walking around with a conch. <laughs> Like, it's, it's insane, like, to see some of these things and now to finally have the answers. Yeah. Like, the footage, the official footage, you know, the the lead up. You know, it's almost like a disaster movie, like Independence Day, when the ships were approaching and Jeff Goldblum is, like, frantically trying to find out what's going on. That was, like, the beginning of the documentary. Like, the ships coming. You're like, okay, you know, maybe it's not a big deal. You know, I see some Instagram models taking pictures. Maybe it's going to be something good. And then the ship's position over the city and they fire their gun, and that's when the people are landing, and you start to realize, like, oh, no, it's not good. Blink-182 canceled. That was, like, one of the ships firing. <laughs> Other people are canceling. They're blowing up our cities. Like, it was it was like a disaster film, a great disaster film, I might add. It was very entertaining. Yeah. So if you were one of these people that was able to go, like, you bought into the whole thing, you paid, whatever, at what point in the process do you think you would have realized this is not what it should be? Weren't they supposed to get like private jets or helicopters? Yeah. Yes. Once yeah. I had to get on a regular plane, I'm like, oh, okay. 
exactly. Yeah. That's that's. I know a lot of them in the mm-hmm. they they mentioned it when they were sitting on the plane, but like. Mm-hmm. I probably would have just not gotten I that paid, plane. I, and I'm like, okay. I paid for the helicopter package. Exactly. Like, this ain't private. This is. I paid for the private jet package. I, but, yeah. yeah. I think I would have. I, and I guess if. I'm, I'm, and I might be getting too meta here. Um, I feel like the frame of mind, the type of person who bought that ticket is in is different. I would never even. Like, I would look at something like that from the get go and just be like. Yeah, I probably would have been at a point too to good where. to be true. Like the way I am already about music festivals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like pass. If, if something was wrong before, if something seemed off before I got on that plane, <laughs> as far as what the festival was going to be, mm-hmm. I'm not going. Great, right. like, no, I saw that fire festival scam um, Twitter. I ain't going. Yeah. No, I ain't going. Get my money back. <laughs> like this is the stage look like today. Yeah. The thing's supposed to be tomorrow. Like yeah. nobody, nobody's there. Yeah, I would have never. I probably just would have never paid the money, even if I had it. Right. I just can't see myself spending that much on like it. Have to be. I, I I don't know. Like I just couldn't see it. Like I would. I'll just go to a concert. <laughs> and if, for me personally, I'm not like. This was something like oh well you know I, I don't the what they were like preying on the people who want to feel exclusive. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Neither am I. <laughs> and yeah. it had to be someone like really, really uh, self-centered and, and bougie. This was for the bougie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it would have to. I would have to have been that kind of person, right? To even get to the point to where, oh, the, I paid for the helicopter package. Mm-hmm. This is my. I, this where's the helicopter? Where's and then the I'm turning helicopter? around. Where? Like I gotta be, I gotta be bougie enough to even get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about how about you? What is there? No, a point to me, it was it was the airplane part, like yeah. paying for a private jet, and I'm hopping on a Delta flight. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, no. Like, unless this is John Travolta's personal plane that he has painted, and he's flying yeah. me there. I mean, I guess had I been again putting myself in the mindset of not myself and the type of person that would yeah. be going, I. Maybe I would have gone, and I, and at that point, I think when I get off and I have to load onto a school bus. Oh God, yes, that would definitely have been the point. Or like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, what kind of hipster crap is this? Yeah, <laughs> kind I'm of not going to summer camp. Yeah, say, <laughs> like, oh, I didn't pay for the heavyweights experience. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I can I can only imagine because like they, you had some people who were you know who did have money. But then you had some people who just bought general, you mm-hmm. know, tickets that were that were not rich. And, you know, granted, you know, there were some people like, ha, ah, they deserved it. Like, I mean, I don't think, granted, like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of rich people either. But, like, no one deserves to be stranded in a country, you know, with right. with minimal anything, stranded in airports. They put chains on the airport doors mm-hmm. so you can't leave. I imagine that probably gives a little bit of anxiety, like, why the hell you got to put chains on it? Like, yeah, you can trust us. Like, you can... So, like, I imagine, like, it was probably, regardless of how much money you have, it was probably a pretty bad experience. Yeah. And it probably is going to well, sour. Except for that. The one, one chick, chick that she mansion. got the house yeah. order. She I mean, was, granted, she still wasn't having a good time because there was nothing to do. Yeah. But at least she was in a house and, the, and, and a the nice woman one. And the woman um, on the cruise, cruise show. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I imagine, like, you know, it wasn't the greatest experience. And it's right. just like, it, it kind of sucks that someone had to go through that. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how much money you have, you still have feelings and emotions and things. And you're probably like, this sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm sick of being stranded in the Bahamas. I'm sleeping on a hard, <laughs> hard airport floor. 
Um, I have no clue. Because at that point, too, you don't know if you're going to be able to get back. Right. Because, you know, they're t- the flights are grounded. They're not flying people out there. So at that point, I don't know when I'm going back, if I'm going back. You know, like that's I, I can't imagine that I can't imagine that's a good feeling. No. You know? So it was it was a pretty shitty thing. Well yeah, I mean around. just imagine the feeling you have when you think you might be late to your flight. Oh god. And then that's just like <laughs> how you feel the entire time. You're just running to the airport like, oh God, oh God, oh god, they're still loading. Whew. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tell you, actually, um, you're not leaving and all the rest of the flights to America are canceled for the rest of the day. Like so, huh? Say what? And then you see the chains get put on the <laughs> You're like, oh God, uh, are there men with gun out, men with guns outside? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, I'm man. hoping so, that doesn't happen to me when I go to Mexico. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, Fire Festival 2020. Do you think that's going to be happening? <laughs> no. I'm if you fall for it again, this I can't feel bad for you if you fall for it again. Yeah. Fool me I once. Mean, right. hey, look, I bet some people fell for that uh VIP thing that he this the second scam. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> the one with Frank. Oh sweet. I want to go to the Met Gala. <laughs> 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 Selling tickets to things you can't sell tickets to. <laughs> you don't get tickets to the Met That's Gala. That's great. That is great. Oh man. Um so any any last words about this? Disaster. Mm. Maybe um, in a hundred years, someone tries it again. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's going to take that long. Like oh. I don't. Maybe not twenty twenty, but I don't, I I see it trying to come back, and they're trying to like re, not revive it, but just soon as soon as Billy gets out of jail. Yeah, I did read. There's going to be a live action role playing of it on an island in Detroit, near Detroit, <laughs> a fire festival. <laughs> um, they were like, we've reached peak fire festival. Yeah. Um, I would like to if someone films it. I would like to see it. I, I still hope that there's a movie. Oh, that would yeah. be kind of cool. Because I remember around the time the story was breaking, um, Seth Rogen and James Franco, you know, teased that they might make a movie. And now after seeing this, I think that um, I think James Franco could be a good um, a good Billy. I think absolutely. He could. If if he plays Billy, we still need like just a, a star actor yeah. to say the infamous line. Let's just do, do it, it and be legends, rocks, man. Yeah, do it and be legends, which did not make it into the no, documentary. No, like, like, I still don't know who it was. Yeah, we still don't know who said it. Let's just do it and be legends. I imagine it was the guy who who did the score that sent the thousand word email on the score. He seems like he's neurotic enough to just let's oh, just that short little dude. Oh yeah, yeah. him. Let's oh. just do it and be legends. He like, looked like the type of guy that you would want to just kick across a room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, shut up, and dude. Just for, like, he's not even talking, and you'd be like, shut up. Mm-hmm. For fun. <laughs> don't you try to talk. 50 Cent is Ja Rule. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know who Seth Rogen plays <laughs> or if he just writes I mean, I think Rex. Seth Rogen, Rogen could play that dude. The, the, the short guy? The short guy. Yeah. yeah. It'd but be a would, good film. I don't know. Well, uh, we, we can get somebody to be an Andy, and we need someone to be a um, – uh, Okay, we have a Billy, we have a Jaw Rule. Don't ask me why, but I see Brian Cranston as Andy King. Ooh, that would be good. <laughs> I see Brian Cranston because he could play the he could play the role seriously. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm just imagining him going into his hotel room, taking a shower, <laughs> using mouthwash, <laughs> and just looking in the mirror, like fixing his well, shirt. Yeah. Like, you can so if this. you, I think <laughs> trying to find someone serious with Brian Cranston, but if you want to make it comical, Ryan Reynolds. 
Oh god. I think he could be really good doing that. <laughs> He's too young for it, but he could yeah. he could play that role. Well I like because I could, like Brian he could, Cranston. He'll make and, a good Billy. Who? He would Ryan actually. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds would. I think he'd be a little more over the top than Billy, and he's in better shape than Billy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think yeah that would be. Oh yeah, I want to see this. We got to make this happen. Someone's yeah. got to make this happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that'll do it for this discussion on the two um, documentaries about the Fire Festival. One's called Fire, the Greatest Party That Never Happened, and the other is called Fire Fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get to my earworm of the week. Um, we have now uh, are seventy five percent through this artist catalog as far as appearing on our earworms <laughs> playlist. And this is a song I went back and listened to because I had heard two of their songs already, and I went back and listened to this one. This is uh, "Midnight to Monaco." Oh, I love me some "Midnight to Monaco." And this is a song "One in a Million." Acapella. <laughs> Where they sound like an acapella group. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is One in a Million. Um, the vi- the music video is pretty dark. Oh. It's about they a, sound so happy, though. <laughs> is this not a happy song? No. Uh-oh. Okay. Not really. Uh-oh. It's about a... Uh, the the video has a storyline of, like, a male prostitute. What? Trying to make money and all the stuff he has to do. Is it Midnight in Monaco? <laughs> like, geez, that's kind of dark. Okay. So this is a one in a million by Midnight to Monaco, and we'll be right back. I can't afford the price I pay, and I can't even pay the rent. They're coming at me every way, and there's no letting up. I'm frightened by the threats they make. Take me down, and they'll bury me. And if I run Right, 
is One in a Million by Midnight to Monaco. Like their other songs, it's a single. They haven't come out with now. Yeah. Yet. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and it sounds, it all sounds acapella. Yeah. It's, I love, I, I really like them. I've never heard of them. Yeah. I uh, heard them at Planet Fitness one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were playing their video. Um, and I, I mean, I Shazammed it or whatever. I don't have Shazam. Soundhound did it. And yeah, I've been a fan ever since. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. <laughs> They're really cool. But like, like I said, we're 75% of the way. This is the third song. Um, he has one, and I have two songs by them on our Earworms playlist. It's one, one to go. So there's one <laughs> left. <laughs> there's one left. I have no clue where they're from, what they do. I don't know if they tour. Hmm. But, yeah, they just put out a, some singles on Spotify. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to the end of the program. Um Matt, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And uh, if you want to be found. Uh, Instagram only. It is Matthew double underscores Vaughn. V-A-U-G-H-A-N. All right. You can find him there um, doing shitty drum covers. That's yes. what he calls them. <laughs> We're not okay. making fun of them. That is his, <laughs> his words. I am not a drummer and they all suck. So <laughs> I, hey, I, I, I still enjoy watching them. Good. Yes. Especially like. Don't bite your butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. All right. And uh, Ben, where can we be found? So we can be found at, um, first off, we have a Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. We have a website at Facebook. No, no, no. That's the Facebook. We have a website. It is by the time you hear this.com. Um, we are also on IG, a.k.a. the Gram. Um, at by the time you hear this, and we have an email address at by the time you hear this at gmail.com. The website, as, fe- as well as our Facebook, is spelled with the word you, Y O U, as in you that are listening. <laughs> and um, our Instagram page and our email address at gmail.com, like I said, is spelled with the letter U, and that is because we're urban. Mm hmm. Oh, you always put another stinger. Oh, yeah, yeah. and we're not under investigation. Yeah, and we're not uh, legends. We're not underage. No, nah, not that, no. We're not legends. We're, we're not, not scammers. <laughs> not scammers. <laughs> we're not down with Jaw Rule. We don't care what he thinks. We don't have a magnesis card. No. But if we did, because I mean, like, hey, a scam like that needs to come to Atlanta. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not <laughs> and the Buckhead scene, like, oh, is that a magnesis card? Clang. <laughs> All right, so um, if you want to listen to us, you know, of course, most people listen to podcasts on the go, so check us out on the Apple Podcast Player or if you have an Android phone, you can listen to us uh, with Google Play Music um, on the go. Pop in your AirPods because those are apparently like the coolest thing on earth now. So much so that people are Photoshopping. And I wish I was joking. Um, just in time for MLK Day, they Photoshopped a picture of MLK Jr. with AirPods, waves, and a beard. <laughs> um, looked pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, it was funny. Um but that, that's the thing now. AirPods, I even saw today um, an AirPod proposal. <laughs> Some dude in high school was like, I want to be with you forever. Um, you're going to be my girl. I'm going to be with you forever. And she's got like these wired, you know, earbuds in. He takes them out, throws them back behind him really hard, gets down on one knee, opens up, and there's some AirPods. And everyone goes crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is where we are. So listen to us with the AirPods. You know, be that cool person in the office. You know, be that be that rock star with your AirPods and your wave cap. You're awesome. 
Yeah. Um, we were also on Castbox, Overcast, TuneIn Radio. Um, if you go on Listen Notes, you can find us because we make good show notes. And I should say, Greg makes good show notes. Give him a hand. Thank you, Greg, for your good show notes. Um, you. you can find us on there. Just you know, type in the topic, and um, you can find out about you know. You can find our show as well as other shows that have done you know similar topics. I'm sure we did it better. Um, also, Satchel Podcast Player, which is a really cool app that lets you hear us as well as any other podcast produced locally in your area. So go on there, use one of those devices, check us out, leave us a review. Greatly appreciate it. I know it seems like a, a simple thing to do, but it's it's a it's very helpful. Um, leave us a review, anything less than five stars, and we're going to assume that you're a hater. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we will. Yeah. All right. So um, we end the show with uh, either some, a song by Ja Rule or Blink-182. <laughs> I would go with Blink because they didn't try to take our money. They tried to warn us. Blink-182 is is the Paul Revere of this. <laughs> All right, what song by Blink-182? What would they have played first, I wonder? Dumpweed, probably. Dumpweed? Maybe. Oh, wait, no, they don't have Tom in the band anymore. So oh, yeah, it would have, have to be something new from yeah. the, that last album. Probably. I can just like imagine, California like, or whatever. hey, Fire Festival, how are you guys doing? Woo! Yeah. No, it would have been a bunch of dick and fart jokes. Oh, if, for real? If they I've still had Tom. Okay. If they still had Tom, it would have been a bunch of dick and fart jokes. Really? He's yeah. like, Tom DeLong's like that? Uh, well, they all are, but oh, okay. the new guy, Matt Sheba or whatever, yeah. whatever his name is, uh, it's not that way. They're a little more serious. What was this? I don't even know what a Bored single to Death was been. one of the singles off of that album. That was, yeah, that was yeah, the Bored first single. And it had the, as Travis Barker described it, the EDM-style drumming at the beginning. All right, we're going to play that to end the show. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.